Oh my god. Welcome back to another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. This is episode 30... I said 33, but I think it's 32. Episode 32? I could be wrong on that. 32 or 33. Uh, it is Monday, June 29th. Thank you all for listening. Um, we have two very, very special guests today. Uh, let's... We'll, we'll start with Steveen. Steveen, would you like to introduce yourself here? This is your first time on the pod. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Steven. Hello, everyone. Um, I don't know. What am I supposed to say? Tell it. What's your like? What kind of hobbies do you like, Steven? Oh, um, I like gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, if you guys would like to also follow me, (laughs) um, my uh, my username is Stevie's Blues on Twitter and on YouTube. Love it. Um, I love gaming a lot. I do. Or actually, just started on my. Pokemon Shield sword, uh, Pokemon Shield expansion pack uh, gameplay. Um, Wait, do you Twitch? Do you have like a Twitch no, channel? No, but yeah, yeah, we're getting there. I, I'm hoping to do that with some of the PS4 games. Okay. Mm. Um, and then uh, I like to dance. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I have a wide variety, but this is kind of awkward because it feels <laughs> like a. You know, like those college icebreakers? <laughs> but yeah, Wait, that's what me. You say? <laughs> oh, you mean like when Aaron said, I like jerking off. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. Cringy. That was said, maybe. Well, thank you for coming on, Stephen. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and Aaron, you're a... Fellow guest, fellow guest, veteran, yes, third veteran time, guest, third time on the pod. recurring mm, guest, third time's a charm. That's right, the old gay owl. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that kind of like a fairy godmother? But it's kinda, the owl from Winnie the Pooh. This guy. Ooh, hoot hoot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Irene, uh, remind the viewers who you are. Viewers, listeners, who you are. Well, my name's Irene. Megan mm-hmm. and I lived together for two years. Um. In medical school, and I'm pretty boring. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's the one who created our beautiful intro for That's us. That's right. Yep. So, yeah. And then we have Megine, the beautiful Megine. Oh. She's kind of mad at me right I now. I am not mad. Because You're so we, dumb. It's, it's, what a time <sighs> is it? It's 10.39 right now on Sunday night, and we just got done playing Catan. It's like two freaking hours. Yeah, it yeah, was a long so game. Long. It was a long game. But she... Um, she, underdog of the century. She won, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was very mad at me because I wouldn't trade any resources <laughs> well, with her. Well, because you were being snippy. I was not being snippy. What you are you being talking sassy about? <laughs> Sassiness. There's a lot of tension here right now. <laughs> a lot of sexual tension in the oh, air. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Just three dudes and one girl. Uh, <laughs> um, what okay. flavor waffle would I literally <laughs> So we had a big topic to cover today. We do have a big topic. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to introduce it? Or kind of like preface it? Yeah. Do you want to preface it? And give a little little backstory of how we got here. A little taste. Yeah. Give us a little little dap of what we're going to be listening to. Well, here's a little dap for you. (laughs) Well, so we're going to talk about our religious journeys or maybe lack of religious journey. Mm. I don't know. I don't, eh. you, you guys have all had well, yeah, I don't know we've Steven, had like we've had our own experiences in yeah. spirituality, mm-hmm. religion, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Joke, joke, joke. Um 
And we just can talk about it and have a healthy conversation about it because... Correct. I know Aaron and I on the pod, we have talked about how we have differences in views on religion Mm -hmm. and how at first I feel like it was maybe more difficult for our relationship, but now you just come to accept this monster of a being that I am. (laughs) (laughs) The atheist and the Christian (laughs) together at last. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) But... Yeah, yeah. I, I just think this is a very interesting topic, and Irene and Steveen mm-hmm. have some interesting views as well. We all have very, I feel like, very different experiences Yes. Yeah. with religion. Mm-hmm. And I like have no... very different experiences. Mm-hmm. I have no agenda. I have no motive. I just <laughs> oh, want to get that out there. One other lies does anyone have to admit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am a woman. No, I'm kidding. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. What, what a revelation here. Okay, so who wants to start? Irene? Um, well, sure. I can make the guest I mean, go first. I, oh, uh, I can actually yeah, start. Steven. Okay, Stephen. I think um, I, I can introduce myself a little bit more. Yes, mm-hmm. there we go. Um, I think that ties in a little bit with what we're, we'll be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think first it would be worth mentioning, we're going to kind of go around yeah. and share each of mm-hmm. our backgrounds mm-hmm. and then kind of go into bring it, it all together. It. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... Um, a Stephen, I'm like 20. Jesus, how old am I? <laughs> you, you will oh, be 25. Oh, I, I'm a wait. Am I 25? <laughs> you will be you're 25. 25 like next week. Because you're wait, a year on. older 25. than me and Aaron. Yeah, you're 24 right now. Yeah, you're in between. Yeah. You're in between us. Yeah. Wait. So am I? You're 24. You're 24. 95. Yeah. Yes. I'm also oh yeah, I will be 25. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Once you like. Get past like age twenty two, you That's just don't very remember true, your age. That is very true. Um, but anywho, I turn twenty five next week. Um, so happy early birthday! Uh, I am Hmong American. So for those of you that don't really know what uh, Hmong people are, and that's not Mongolians. <laughs> <laughs> Mongolians. <laughs> um, it's Hmong, like H M O N G. Um, we essentially are like diasporic people that like came to the United States and other parts of the world um, because of the war that broke out in Vietnam and Laos. Um, and I believe most commonly we were actually, we followed the shaman like religion culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people um, that once they kind of migrated to the Western parts of the world, they became more Christian um, Hmong people, so there's a there's a few branches of that, um, and uh, I guess it's kind of worth noting that my family growing up was very uh, shaman because my grandpa was a shaman. Um, Can you explain what like a shaman is to people who don't know? Yeah, so a shaman is essentially like just a spiritual like guide in a way, and, like, um, protector mm-hmm. of, um, like, people's spirits and um, kind of guiding people um, back to, like, their homeland or, like, guiding their spirit back to their body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, from, like, because I, I, I consider, I think, my, my grandpa did a lot of, like, the shaman rituals. So from what I, I've seen and what I've understood... Um, I think a lot of it just had to deal with like healing practices. Okay. Mm. Um, so it was kind of just kind of like carrying out a ritual ceremony 
to um, to bring back someone's spirit, like who may have like lost their like spirit because like they got scared somewhere and like they have to like recall that spirit back to their body and um, yeah, there's uh, some uh, some interesting things I will go I think into a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up, uh, my family was shaman and then. Um, my older siblings, because they went to some private schools here when they were younger, um, they kind of became a little, I th- like more Christian Catholic based. Um, and I think now my family is just pretty, pretty agnostic for the most part, or at least me and my young or the other siblings that are younger are. So. Mm-hmm. But I think you're still pretty spiritual as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's tying into some of the uh, Hmong beliefs, you know, of kind of um, the spirit world. Yeah. I think another way that you could outline that belief system would be to talk about the main ceremony that happens at a Hmong funeral. Oh, are you white explaining me now? This is a good uh, educational time. <laughs> Yes. A good that 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 was something to me that helped me grasp, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. Anywho, um, I don't know if you guys want me to go in more or. Yeah. You what's to... what's the Hmong funeral practice? Oh well, I don't know. Everything's so integrated with like shamanism and like Hmong people, but um, I think for instance at like Hmong funerals, like normally like the shamans are kind of there um, and typically for older people especially people who've like migrated here um, from like the war in like Vietnam and like Laos to the United States like our funerals are like typically what like three to four days nights. oh wow yeah and so um, like the shaman's job there is to kind of like walk through their entire life oh. um and like trace them, like trace back the spirit to like the placenta where like they initially buried the placenta under like the house. Oh, what? Um, oh. Like spiritually, like that's where they go. Like that's a theory of it. Um, and so because of that, like that's why they like take so many days to do it because like that person has lived such a long life. So then they have to like respect um, the spirit and the body to like bring them back to their homeland. And then finally, that's when you can kind of take the body and bury it, like with respects to like le- like letting their spirit go back home. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so much better than making a teddy bear out of the placenta. Have you ever seen um, teddy bear placentas? You? <laughs> or placenta teddy bears? What? No. What do you do? <laughs> build a bear? That's it. No, that's an actual <laughs> thing. That's it. That is an actual thing where people people will for their kid will build a teddy bear they'll stuff the placenta and stitch it into a teddy bear sorry to side rail you on that i've heard about like people like (laughs) crushing the placenta and like turning it into like a pill yeah pills and they eat it yeah yeah Yeah, i've heard of that too i also saw a tiktok where someone made art out of the placenta like they they made it into the letters love and then (sighs) they painted on it and then they framed it and i wanted so much disapproval i know i know Okay, sorry to sidetrack you, but okay. Anything else, Stephen, that you want to talk about on your religious journey? I mean, I think right now I'll probably just wait until everybody else kind of talks a little bit about um, 
where they like what their journey was. God, I hate saying journey. It sounds so cliche. This is my journey. Um, I'll bring up the Da, which is like the monster ghost, like spirit lady. Oh, oh lady. great. Great. <laughs> Sorry. And now she's going to come <laughs> and haunt us. Yeah. Um, but warning, this may scare you Like when I talk about it later. So if you are easily frightened, please listen to this not at night. And it's also highly encouraged by myself and other people in my community to not listen to the like things that I might be speaking about at night. Well, why are we going to talk about it at night then? I mean, because we're brave. Uh, I'm so, <laughs> I'm not. Fears. I'm terrified right now. I cannot wait. I I'm okay, so I, terrified. I, I will, uh, I Can will you give us what... like the like the PG version? Yes, yes. Okay. I'll try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron shake. Aaron um, I have to be by myself again in July <laughs> for three days. So it's okay. You can come swing. 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 <laughs> yeah, you come can swing. swing on I'll come swing on in. You know. <laughs> Anywho, yeah. right. I'll okay. talk about that some more later. Oh, good. Great. Can't <laughs> wait. Lovely. I'm just gonna plug my ears on that one. <laughs> God. All right. Who wants to be next? Irene. Irene. I can go next. So. Um, <laughs> what's up, Aaron? <laughs> oh, you want me to hold the microphone yeah. closer? Hold the okay. microphone. Thought you were asking. <laughs> um, so my thing, I grew up very religious, um, and I even wanted to be a missionary or a pastor. And then I think at one point there were, it was hard for me to justify, you know, the Bible's views on sexual orientation and some questions of morality, but, you know, wanting to be, um, a pastor and then having that internal struggle really, I became pretty well versed in the Bible and was trying to get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I never really found an answer. And I think to this day you can like talk yourself in either direction. So instead I then started uh, reading this author, his name was Christopher Hitchens, um, he was he was an atheist from the UK um, who kind of put a new face on the movement and just kind of laid out a lot of different um, arguments or like, like things you could think about. So like for example, one one thought would be if you um, if you were babysitting a child and that child said it was going to go take a bath and it drowned in the tub. Oh. Is that your fault? No, it's not. Or if the if the child I mean, slips, kinda. bangs if the child slips, bangs its head on the, oh. on the faucet and mm. okay. dies, is that I your see. fault? I no. see. No. But um but if the child were to slip and fall underwater unconscious and you had the choice to save it, but instead you chose not to, is that your fault? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, that was then applied to if a child has cancer or a child, you know, is born into a horrible condition and you were a being that could create the universe and you choose not to intervene, that then that's the same thing as you, you know, mm. making it your, it's your fault for, mm-hmm. because the lack of intervention is the same thing as mm-hmm. intervening, you know, or is the same thing as killing them intentionally, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So to me, I, I, I kind of started to think about it, and it was one of those things where it was like, I'd rather 
live in a world where there, a God didn't exist than live in a world where I had to question, you know, why is it that there are, you know, thousands of children that die of diarrhea every year and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dehydration. That awful. Mm-hmm. So because the answer I kept hearing was, well, the Lord works in a mysterious way. And I couldn't, I couldn't take that. And it, it made more sense to me to go, maybe just bad things happen. And um, that kind of brought me to, well, then if, if maybe there isn't a God, then um, I don't have to worry about the whole sexuality thing or orientate, you know. And so then that kind of brought me to my journey here. And now my own path is kind of exploring spirituality more in general, like through meditation. And then... Um, the good things that religion does for a society. Maybe not necessarily on an individual level, but as like a society, mm-hmm. I think it might be a, a good thing. So would you consider yourself like spiritual? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Nice. You're next. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> well, I feel like I've kind of talked about me a little bit on previous pods, but for the sake of this conversation, I will just hash it out again. So I grew up very Catholic. I went to a Catholic school from four years old to 14 years old. What a, what a time. What a, what a great place. I had no nun teachers, though, which what? was really weird. Yeah. They're all just lay people, I guess. Hmm. But yeah, so I was very Catholic, um, did the whole shebang. And then I don't really know. It just like I think when my brother honestly said that he was atheist. Then I was kind of like, oh, well, wait a minute. That sounds cool. I'm going <laughs> to jump <laughs> yeah, on that cool club. <laughs> no, but I, like, like when Aaron and I would talk about it and like his rational, because Aaron is very similar to you in the way you think about the world and you think about things. And you're both, okay, not to give you a big head, but you're both very smart. Who are you referring to? You. God. She <sighs> missed that. <laughs> Irene? Yes. Oh, sorry. Irene. Not boyfriend Aaron. Sorry. You're, oh, you're smart too. But Okay. This is a funny thing. So Megan has three Aaron's in her life. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend Aaron and then her old other roommate boyfriend. Aaron and then, <laughs> and, then other and then her brother Aaron. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I, I call my brother Ern. I call boyfriend just Aaron. Aaron. And then you are Irene. Mm-hmm. I tell my therapist that you're Irene. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoosers. Um so yeah, so then I I feel like part of me also like started to not believe in God because it was like me rebelling against my parents. And I I wasn't wait, wait, to- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. What? Part of your not belief is a rebellion against your parents because they believe? No, 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 no. Part of Okay, so like my rebellion was where, like, I was forced to go to church every Sunday, right? Right. 9 a.m. And so I'd be like, no, I am not going. You cannot make me. I am not going to church. So that was my rebellion part. But, like, me not believing was mostly through, like, my talks with my brother. Okay. And then also my own personal experiences because I felt, like, in my church, everyone was, not everyone, but a lot of people were, like, hypocrites, oh, yeah, I yeah. think. Yep. And, like, they were, like, oh, no, be good, blah, blah, blah. Like, even our priest who was, like, yes, love everyone. But then he was a dick to everyone. 
I'm just like, <laughs> this makes no sense. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. So I'm just the blob floating in the universe. So would you consider yourself spiritual? Okay, this is my question. Like, what is the definition of spiritual? Whatever you want it to be. <laughs> what? I've always, I think spirituality is like the relationship to what is bigger than you. Another, you know. not another being in general, mm-hmm, but yeah. is there something mm-hmm. bigger to the world than just mm-hmm. your journey? And just everyone be, isn't it more of like everyone's not just individual living their lives? Like there's something like potentially something like bigger. a connection mm. between people or experience or like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I feel I, like I personally don't think I am because I feel like I'm a very black and white person. Mm-hmm. And then, like, spirituality kind of falls in that gray area. Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. astral projections? <laughs> yeah, and you believing in ghosts. Okay, so yes. Before that... we get into that, <laughs> do, do, you have, do you experience the emotion of awe in times, like standing in front of a massive body of water or in a, a, a place of amazing view? I've never thought of it as awe. I've just been kind of like... I mean, okay, because I've thought, like, oh, this is very beautiful. Well, well, maybe Megan's still figuring that out, you know? Like, mm-hmm. whether or not, like, she is spiritual. And mm-hmm. maybe that's something that she's grappling with. That's true. Because yeah. for me, I know, like, standing on, like, Lake Superior and seeing water as far as I can, I then get that, like, sense of, like, there's something bigger here. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a meaning to it all. <laughs> I think if you saw the Grand Canyon, you would think the same thing, which we couldn't see because of COVID, but... But I mean, okay, not to make myself sound like Scrooge, but (laughs) like I have been on the top of that one Jesus statue in Brazil. You know what I'm talking about? Where he's like saying like this. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh, this is nice. This is great. Brazil? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But I thought to myself, this is beautiful. But I never thought to myself, I am awestruck. Mm. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm just... Blob, uh, yeah, just a blob. That's how you describe yourself. Mm-hmm. Blob with hair. Can I say something that hopefully does not offend you? But you know what I find oh. super interesting, and I and I respect you for this. What is that? This religion, I think, is the one thing in your life that you are a hundred percent positive on. Do you get what I'm saying? Hmm. Yes. Like that, you're like a hundred percent. Like this is how I believe. This is mm-hmm. what I think. Because everything else, when it comes to what do you want for dinner, <laughs> what do you what do you want, like they, besides like our relationship too, I guess. But like, well, no skin. Okay, <laughs> no, but like, but like that's like the one thing that you like, you like know for a fact, which I respect. And I okay, I will say that I also think is what makes me so firm in that, like especially with my parents when they're like, "We failed you because you're not religious." It's like. Whoop de doo. I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> that's harsh. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So my turn. Um, so I am religious. Out of the f- three, four people here, mm-hmm. um, I. So a lot of people know this, but I have. I grew up in a household with two pastors. Uh, my mom was a pastor, and my dad. Um, my dad still is. Um, I. Um, I had a very good experience in church, obviously, because I was the pastor's kid. I, um, I went to church every Sunday. Not that I liked it all that much, um, but I think, I think it really, I really started to, like, find that religious identity 
at the end of high school going into college. Like, in high school, is just one of those things to do, you know? Like, youth group I had to go to, like, um, um, like church I had to go to. It, it, was just, it was just a thing that I had to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then in, in high school and college, it got to be, late high school and college, it got to be one of those things where it's like, okay, I want to choose to do this. Um, so I think I really found that identity through some of the like the it sounds so cliche but like some of the mission trips i did to like ecuador and um just that experience kind of shifted my mind um on the topic of religion some of the religion classes i took um in college shifted my mind on kind of how i view religion um i think i i will say i am religious i don't practice as i should (laughs) Um, as much I'm turned into kind of a creaster, just creaster? going going on Christmas and Easter. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, is that like a, like um, a crease in the door? Like, no, but I still, I mean, I still am firmly in the camp of I believe in God, and um, I think one thing that I'm hearing, maybe not so much for your story, Stephen, but like Irene and Megan, it's more of like you guys had like not such a great experience in church. Right. And like I had a good experience. So I think that definitely plays a part into how I'm still religious today, because a lot of my friends, I don't think are religious. Um, mm-hmm. Like I would say I would say probably out of like my main friend group. Um, I'd say maybe half are not super religious. Wait, really? I feel like yeah. a lot of the guys are. Um, I think that was a lot had to do with their wives. Maybe like, are you thinking of weddings and stuff? Well, cause I remember, I feel like Tim, Tim is, Tim is, I feel Kyle is, Kyle is, um, Adam, Adam is, yeah, maybe they Phil? are, maybe they are a little bit more like all of them except Will. <laughs> yeah, maybe they are, I guess, but we don't really talk about it, I guess. So that's the thing. I don't know. But, um, I feel like, um, for me, with religion, it is a, um, I guess I'm lucky in the sense that the church that I grew up in and the, the Lutheran sect that I grew up in um, was very open and very, although very Minnesotan, um, it was very like open-minded and things like that. So I think that really help shape who I am rather than like, I think if it would have been like what I'm saying is like with sexuality, if it would have been like, this is wrong, I think that would have been a little bit different to me. Cause that would have, that would have like caused a little bit of a riff in my, what I believe. And then what my like religion is telling me or like what my faith is telling me that would have caused a little bit of a riff. And I think that would have really changed my perspective on things. But like, with the EL- I grew up ELCA um, or in the ELCA, and um, I mean that was a big thing when my uh, with my dad and my mom and in Alexandria, they um, the ELCA made the decision that um, that pastors could be openly um, gay, um, gay or lesbian. So um, that was a huge thing. There are a lot of people who actually left our church because of that. Um, 
it's kind of funny because the church that they formed in Alec is right across the street from our new church. Um, Salty. But um, yeah, I think it's just, I, I think that, um, I don't think it's perfect. I don't think the church is perfect. I don't think religion is perfect. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my story. You know, so I think that's really interesting because, um, I mean, I didn't, like growing up, I didn't really grow up necessarily with this idea of um, the church necessarily being like integrated with my family. Mm-hmm. But it like, like as I grew up, like probably in like my middle school years, like late elementary years, I think my family started like exploring the option of actually change, like switching religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the story of like where my family comes from is very different, not based on like necessary, like not necessarily um, belief, but of like necessity to have a community. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Cause so like growing up, my, my family was like shaman, like my grandpa shaman, um, but, like, when my siblings started, like, going to school and, like, being um, very integrated with, I think, um, a lot of, like, the Western, like, religious, like, beliefs, um, they started to have, like, more of a, I, th- I think they had started having, a like, more of a faith-based like mm-hmm. kind of education, and they also started having a lot more faith in, like, religion and this idea of, like, God. And so... Um, I think when they grew up, they were actually taken out of that, like, kind of school system for a bit because I think it was too expensive for my parents. Mm-hmm. And so, But then me growing up as, like, the youngest of seven, I never had that introduction to that, um, um, like, education system. And, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, super involved in, like, religion, but I, like, knew what it was. And it, there was always this fight between, like, my parents of being, like, well, if we're going to stay shaman, we have to, like, st- like do, like, the shaman stuff. Like, we have to go to all of our relatives and, like, because, like, they're, they're, they, they are the community that's going to be helping us. But then, like, at, like while, like, my, uh, my brother was also, like, kind of growing up and maturing in our culture, it's kind of like the, the oldest boy or else the youngest boy of the family have to take care of the parents, like, mm-hmm. including, like, the death like of the parents and so my parents are kind of like well we want to have like our funeral like the shaman way Mm -hmm. but if you like talking to my brother if they were kind of like if you want to actually become christian we will become christian with you but that means you follow like or like you become consistent with the church to a Mm -hmm. t meaning like you go to church every like every week like you, um, like you essentially just kind of become like a like someone who like serves the Lord or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and we, I, I remember going to church once. It was like a Hmong, like Christian church, and I hated it so much. <laughs> Not because, and like, I don't think it was because of. Um, the idea of God, but I think it was because of the community that I saw that uh-huh. like there was a lot of like, sp- uh, like two face like smack 
and like oh, smack what, talking going mm-hmm. around. Like Megan, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I didn't like that, and I didn't mm-hmm. like the community because it was kind of like because we were outsiders coming in. Everyone gave us like those glaring eyes, like who are you? Yeah. Like you haven't been around, so we don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, um, so I'm bisexual, and I when I was younger. I should have known something like I like there was a lot more going on in my head. <laughs> but but when I was younger, like I also had like a pretty rough childhood, mm-hmm. probably less so than like my older siblings. But um, there was a lot of like violence, mm-hmm. um, like physical violence, like a lot of trauma that happened when I was a kid. And I remembered like praying like several like nights, like hoping for like the tears to go away, like for everything to go away, for like for things to get better. Mm-hmm. And it never did, I think, as a kid. So I think that like that instilled in me where it's kind of like, you know, if God, like this idea of God, like people actually pray to God and like they expect things to get better, mm-hmm. um, like don't actually happen, then it's up to me, like to do what I can to make things better. And so... Um, I think that was part of also what made me drift away from religion in general. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, that's why, you know, I think when people talk about, like, their own, like, religious beliefs or, like, spiritual beliefs, I'm kind of like, that's your journey. Um, But that's not necessarily mine, and that's not my experience. So I can't, like, I can't necessarily empathize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can try to understand, and that's all I can really do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's completely fair. Yeah. Writing a lot of notes over there, Irene. I betcha. <laughs> what, are you, what are you writing? You want to share? Um, I'm, just, uh, <laughs> reflecting on, I'm just reflecting on Aaron's uh, religious experience and forming some questions. Oh, well, do you want to ask them? Yeah, do you want to ask them? <laughs> well, um, okay, so first I'd like to... Too quickly. Now that the coffee's hit and I can actually think straight. <laughs> um, so the original example that I gave, I'm just going to quickly redo that. So um, uh, one of the arguments that made me think about atheism was if you walk into a bathroom with the intent to drown a child, that that means you're in the wrong. If you walk into the bathroom, the child falls and drowns, but you don't help. Even though you could help, you're equally at fault. Therefore, if um, you are refusing to help or intervene in a situation where you absolutely could, that's the same thing as you um, creating the situation, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, that okay. was the basis of that. Um, Aaron, have you thought about any of the, um, what's it called, confounding stories within the Bible where there's uh, contradictions? Not really. Um. That was one thing for me. Like what? Give an example. I I'm gonna be honest. I am not well versed in the Bible. Okay, that's yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> that's all right. This is fine. It's like this man, is fine. I, had, I had so many points. <laughs> See, this is why I'm saying you're like exactly like my brother Ern. Just very analytical. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're gonna be a good doctor. Oh stop. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's why you're gonna be the brain sur- surgeon, and oh, brain we'll smurf. go on nice vacations with you mm-hmm. <laughs> at your <laughs> fund for us <laughs> so this was one this was one of the first ones i found that made me think about kind of the um validity of the book as a whole so uh-huh. this is uh in regard to the resurrection so looking at the four different gospels um 
there's some um, contradictions between each one. So going through, Matthew states, so who found the empty tomb? Matthew states that Mary Magdalene and the other Mary had found it. Mark states Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome. In Luke, it says the woman who'd come uh, with him out of Galilee and Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James. And then John just states that Mary Magdalene found the tomb alone. Right. So that, so things like that um, like made me question, like, you know, where was this? But I think you got to remember that it's a story. Like, mm-hmm. the Bible is not... That's where I think people go wrong with religion is they take the Bible as, like, this is... Historical. This is historical. This happened. This, like... Okay. But what I'm saying by that is, what I'm saying by that is, I think some people take it so literally mm-hmm. that it gets construed. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think what you need to remember is that like there's four, there's four different people who the gospel, the four different whatever, um, they're all different perspectives on the story. So yeah, obviously that's going to be. I think that's. I'm not justifying that, but I think. I think where people like it's the whole like um like if you took the Bible at every single thing, you wouldn't have tattoos on your body, you would not eat like specific foods, you would not like and there I just I feel like that's not that's not how I take it, but mm-hmm. I know that there are some people in the South who mm-hmm. definitely very conservative, take it that route. And that's why the homosexuality thing, which it doesn't say anything about homosexuality really in the Bible besides the, um, what is it? The Sodom and Gomorrah, Mm -hmm. um, story, but that's not even like, it's like one verse out of Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, yeah. So, so you're saying it's more of like a, I feel like it's more of a story in which you can interpret in your own sense. I do Mm -hmm. think that there are, things in the Bible that definitely happened, but mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of, I mean, there's parables in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's there. I don't truly believe that there was a guy named Jonah who got swallowed up by a whale and then spit out again. Mm-hmm. I don't think fascinating. I don't, I don't think that that's, Get him on the pod. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's true. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 it's all, I feel to me, the Bible is more storytelling and, how you interpret mm-hmm. the word. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think that that is... Um, I'd, I'd like to go back to that idea. So then if, if the Bible is a, is a group of stories that makes you think about the world, mm-hmm. um, we know that there are things that happen in the world that then influence how popular the religion becomes. An example of this would be the emperor Ashoka of India was, um, normally these emperors were Hindu, Mm -hmm. but this guy became Buddhist. So there's a small sect of Buddhism Mm -hmm. that then spread all throughout Southeast Asia because this emperor allowed it to spread. Right. So then you can say the same thing about Emperor Constantine of Mm -hmm. Rome, that he said, this is our religion. These are our stories. So then that's what you know, spread all the way to the west of Europe, and then, you know, that mm-hmm. gets brought across uh, to North America. So then it makes me wonder, is it's like, you know, are there other religions out there that just weren't picked up by different yeah. like, world leaders? You know, are they less true than the ones that happen to be 
like allowed to survive and mm-hmm. proliferate? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Mm-hmm. I don't have any insight on that either. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't know. I have no insight on that. I just <laughs> like like thinking about what you said about how like re- religion really is up to interpretation of big groups of people, mm-hmm. big churches, individuals. And that's where for me, again, being the black and white, it's like if it's so up to interpretation, then how can there be like the right religion in people's eyes, you know? And like, I think you have a very open opinion of like, they're all religions. They all matter. Right. But then like, how can there be some people who are like, no, and like, this is the right one. Like being a Baptist is right. Being a Mormon and having 12 wives is true. right. But then you got to think about that's the human, that's human nature. Like if you think about it, there are people who think that the Holocaust never happened. There are people who think that Donald Trump is a sane man. Like there, the, like there's extremes in everything, right? Like you, you'll have the extremes of, oh, well, let's take advantage. Like David Koresh, okay? He believed he was a religious figure. He believed he was like the second coming of Jesus. I don't even know if it was Jesus or whatever he was, the branch of Davidian. And he, he used that to his advantage to then have sex with children. And we don't know if there was child abuse, but we can assume that there probably was child abuse in that situation. Have you guys seen Waco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember yeah. we talked about it? Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think I, I do think that religion is not black and white. I think it can't be because if it was, then everyone would be either right or, or everyone would be pretty much wrong. Right. There'd be no, and there, I don't think there is a right answer. In religion, or I don't think there is a right religion. Does that make sense? So then, how do you? How do you? Yes, I, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I think what Megan's kind of asking is like, how do you justify there being multiple religions, or, or yeah, are they all okay, true? To me, it's kind to of me, I think I truly think that monotheistic religions, and we can get into whatever the polytheistic religions, but I think monotheistic religions, I do think that. There is a common God. I think that, or God or being, I don't even know if it's Mm God or being. Um, I do think that there are stories and parables that are told in each religion that are very common. I think that where the differences come is obviously... I mean, think about think about the whole Protestant the whole Protestant sect of Christianity was because was was breaking off of the Catholic Church, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the things that they didn't agree with. So I think at its core, I think that religion is is believing in something bigger than yourself, believing in that there is maybe one being. I don't even know if there's one being. Um, I I I think it's believing in believing in something there's something bigger than us there's something there is a greater maybe being or a force or something that's bigger than the human race and i think and all creation i guess and i think that where people get lost and why there's obviously religious wars and there are um problems up the yahoo about religion right Um, I think it gets lost in translation because that's where the human influence comes into it in the sense of 
that people people are obviously going to have differing opinions on things. There's people who are going to think like morality is such an interesting question because like, um, like is there really like a right or wrong? Because people think one way, and then there's people who think on the opposite end of that, right? So like, what what is right? What is wrong? Like that's that's where I think it gets lost in translation is that people get so caught up in arms about their community and what they deem is right and what they deem is wrong. And they don't see the bigger picture. They're not open-minded to what could be outside of their sphere. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they create their own echo chamber in a sense, like I'm doing on my social media. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where like, that's where I think I like come with atheism Whereas, like, I just, like, there are way too many things. Like, either I could be a part of all of them or just, uh, this sounds, again, very black and white, but it's like, like you said, there are so many. It's like, how can I mm-hmm. say that this one's better, this one's right, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just choosing. I don't think, I don't think, I would say most sane people will not say that this is right, this is wrong. Well. I think, I think maybe what Megan's <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to say <laughs> Yeah, so when you break, you know, we were talking about these monotheistic religions, or even if you said a polytheistic religion in which each god represented an aspect of whatever this being is, when you just break it down into that, that there's a bigger thing out there that we have a relationship with, Mm -hmm. then I think when when it gets down to that, when you cut away all of it, then it comes down to, um, well, why does there even have to be that? It's kind of what Megan's yeah. saying. Yeah. Why not just get rid of like, if it's as simple as there's something bigger out there, well, why not just scratch that? But that's what that? faith is. It's the belief in something bigger mm-hmm. when you don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I yeah, and I think what Megan and I are wondering is like why, wh- why choose to believe that? I think for me, it helps with, for me personally, it's one because I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Two, because I've had positive experiences with it. Um, three, I think that it's something that gives me a lot of peace of mind and a lot of reassurance in times. I'm not one. I'm not someone who thinks that if I pray, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's. And I don't. And I don't believe in that. God already has a predestined story for me, and I have no say in that. I don't believe in that shit. I think that's dumb as fuck. <laughs> um, but I do think that I believe in that there is a God. And what, I know this is a stupid reason, but I just think to myself at times, like I've had times where I didn't know if there was or if I questioned mm-hmm. it, right? But I, I think to myself, well, if I'm wrong, I have nothing to lose. But if I'm right about it, I have everything to gain from it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. Might as well, in my opinion. What do you guys think happens after death? Is what I'm wondering. I, I what do you think happens after death? Do you remember what it was like before you were born? No, a lot like that. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) okay, stupid. stupid. Um, So I'm getting signaled. Uh, um, So I don't know. I I come from a very like non-Western way of like seeing death, and and I feel like that's one of the things I've realized about people and. Um, I think, you know, like, I think this is kind of a general statement, but I'm not trying to make it general. It's just from my own personal mm-hmm. experiences, what I've seen is that I think a lot of Western, 
like civilization and people get caught up on the idea of death and being afraid of death and like not knowing what comes next. And I think in my own upbringing, um, it's not necessarily a like what happens next, but rather where do you go to rest? Like, because I feel like life is essentially what everyone goes through. And at the end of your life, like you simply go like you are like, recycled somehow like mm-hmm. your spirit is recycled back into whatever like the like the world um and i think like my view on death is that i i feel like you just kind of like if if there is such a thing as like the human spirit or like someone's spirit i think that just kind of like dissipates into the world and it like transforms into something else or into someone else um but i feel like the body like the my personal belief is that it should be recycled (laughs) back Mm -hmm. into the world so that it can contribute something um into the ecosystem but i don't know like i don't really have a huge like yearning to actually know what is beyond like life Mm-hmm. Or, like, beyond death. Because I think that's... For me, I, I just think it's pointless. Because I'm kind of like, this is a here and now. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm going to live now. And I'm like, whatever happens at the end, I'm like, I will let whatever higher power, if it is, like, deal with it. Or um, I think a lot of it is... I, I think I kind of see it opposite from you, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Is that I think you're kind of like, well, if I don't believe in it, then I have everything to lose, mm-hmm. but, or, or like, if it is true, I have everything to lose. Um, if I do, or like, if you don't believe in it, but if you do believe in it and like, it is true, then you have everything to gain. Right. And for me, I think I just don't care. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. cause, cause I'm kind of like, who cares? Like, cause it's not like I'm going to necessarily remember it. You know, it's like, like, should that happen? I'm kind of like, so what? Like, mm-hmm. I think my spirit will know. And then it's kind of like, well, you done fucked up, Steven. Or, or, or else it's just kind of like, well, another round, let's go, you know? And right. so for me, I, I'm just kind of like, I like taking the time and energy to contemplate what happens after death during my own life. Yeah. I'm kind of like, that's it. It's very, uh, it's very, uh, just not seems wasteful. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It seems wasteful. Um, and it, you know, I, I get that some people like think about it and um, and like really like make it their mission, like to make sure everyone gets like saved at the end of their lives. But I'm kind of like, you know, if some people believe like believe differently, like you can't necessarily like save everyone, and mm-hmm. maybe like maybe actually not having um, that religious or like that faith-based aspect in your life is actually better for someone. Like I think about some people who like kind of end up going crazy because of the fact that like God is introduced in their life and they think that God tells them to like go kill someone or like God like tells them that like, um, you know, like they look forward to death so much that that's like, I, I had a friend in college and he was like Christian and he was a Karen and he would always come and talk to me. He's like, Stephen, I feel like I have nothing else to do in this world. I'm like, what do you mean? 
And he's kind of like, I don't know. He's just, and like, he was really like religious in that way where he's just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's nothing else left to do in this world. It's like, maybe it would just be better if like, Mm-hmm. I went with God or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know how to respond to that because I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't believe in that. And like, that's a f- very like faith based like thing to believe in. So I'm kind of like, I don't know how to talk you out of that when like you're so intent on right. that being your reality. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Do you have Arian, what do you think happens after death? <laughs> I, I kind of agree with Stephen in what I'm thinking, that it's, it is more so that you just die. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, it's more about living a life that... I think that if, I, if at the end of my life nothing, nothing happens afterwards, that's going to make me live my life to the fullest now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Megan, what do you think happens? I don't know. I have no idea. So roll I, the dice on. You don't have any ideas. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea because I mean, like growing up Catholic, you always think I'll see my family again. If you like, pay enough money, you'll go to heaven. Yeah, but knowing me, I'll probably go to hell if there is a God. <laughs> I was a naughty little girl. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just my one thing that again, like I feel very strongly about, and I think you and I have talked about it, Irene. Is that like, okay, because you know how traditionally, or for most religions, it's like, you will go to heaven if you believe in God, and you were like a good person, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But that's like under the traditional, I guess, Christian view. Mm -hmm. But then like, what what happens to people who aren't Christian? And that's another thing that I, I guess I can't wrap my mind around, where it's like, there's one group saying... You know, the good people go to heaven, good people, or the bad people go to hell. But then what happens to, like, like yeah, the polytheistic people or yeah. me? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, as I'm listening to you guys, I do think that religion can definitely be a mental illness or can mm-hmm. lead, lead into or can be a component of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like there are definitely people who take it to an extreme Uh, if that is religion is setting that off or if they've already had a mental illness and religion is pushing them over to that i feel like it does it can have a component to that but um i think that when you die you float up to heaven with your whole body (laughs) angels wings you flap 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 up to no i'm just kidding um i i don't i don't know steven what you said i think i would agree with that which, like, I, I would agree with, I honestly think that there is not, like, a, like, a, I don't think that heaven's, like, a place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, I don't believe, I don't even know if hell's a place, right? I, I think, um, I think that there can be spirits, in the mm-hmm. sense, I think that what happens to your spirit, I don't know. I truly believe in ghosts. I totally think that ghosts are real. <laughs> so, oh. but I also think, I, I also think like, um, 
Like not angels, not like guardian angels, but I think that they're like good spirits. Does so, that make sense? Um, so like touching up on that. So I, I did want to like, I think talk about, so in, in the shaman, like religion, like, mm-hmm. or like culture, whatever, like however you want to categorize it. Um, our belief is that, you know, our ancestors are essentially always with us. Mm-hmm in a way where it's kind of like they continuously watch over us. Like, um, they, you know, in in a way it's kind of omniscient, omniscient, um, (laughs) where like, it's kind of like this idea of God where like, they're always watching over you, like being your guardian. But I think for, for me, like how I see it is like, you know, when someone like close to you, like passes away, they're never really gone. They're just with you, like mm-hmm. watching over you when you need it. And in a way, I guess you could kind of say that's a very similar um, idea to like guardian angels or mm-hmm. like angels and like the Western way of thinking about things. But there's never a, um, a uh, an idea of saying like there's a holy, like one person like will decide all. Right. And it's it's interesting because I think in um, in the shaman religion, it's kind of like, some people will watch over you and some like and some so of going those into the scary part yeah <laughs> we, and, we're just dropping a little hand yeah so and so so it's essentially when when people do pass sometimes they don't necessarily make it i guess if you want to think about this in like ghost whisper like to like oh my turns, God. it's kind of like some people don't go through Quote, like quote unquote like the light they're in like, like purgatory yeah like so Catholic then, purgatory yeah. oh yeah so then like they roam like in like this like mid spiritual mm-hmm. realm kind of like haunting people or else trying Fuck. to like find something that like they are they think they lost right <laughs> sorry Aaron god I damn it that. okay I forgot about purgatory <laughs> no Stephen what you were saying I Maybe I should just be part of that religion. <laughs> no, because that sounds like so much like what I like, kind of like what I think. Um, like I said, I don't think religion, I don't think, not religion, I don't think heaven's a place. I don't think it's a destination. I do think that there is something to like the spirit being present mm-hmm. or something. Um, like I always like to think that like my mom is my guardian angel. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know that she's not, like, flapping around with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that. Um, yeah, I don't know what happens. I think something happens with your spirit. Your body is obviously, I feel like your body is a conduit to your spirit, whether your spirit goes into something else, whether your spirit gets recycled. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that kind of going off with Stephen said this this reminds me of a story of i one of the things why i held on to christianity and as a religion for a very long time was because my family had gone through some stuff and i became split off from my essentially half of my family mm-hmm. um and then was denied a relationship with them and and now that i can pursue that relationship everyone's much older and closer to death and it was this um <clears throat> i always held on to the idea that like if I was Christian and they were Christian, we'd all go to heaven. And then it doesn't really matter what happens here because we'll all be together in the end. And once I gave up religion 
it was very difficult for me to wrestle with the idea that like, oh, the only time that I had with them was what is here. And, you know, now that's almost gone. Mm -hmm. And then Stephen said to me, um, well, once they pass, they're still with you in that like more of a guardian way. Like you don't have to believe that someday you're going to be, you know, up at the old campfire with them. But <laughs> like, oh my God. You know, that they still walk with you through life or, mm-hmm. or they had a, they had an effect on you that changed the person that you are right through life. So their, their being kind of lives on through you, which then allowed me to go like, oh, I can let go of this idea of the heaven and hell's place. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, I've, I've question for you is it's like <laughs> i just she's getting I, drilled I think, here Jesus. I, well i think your understanding is the understanding that i um know the least about okay is so then like how do you think about like the bible clearly describes like heaven and hell as yeah places they describe you know the good acts you do on earth will will get you a uh, closer seat to the right hand of God mm-hmm. uh, at the table or whatever. Uh, hell is the place, you know, with weeping and mashing of teeth. It, it, it's a very descriptive yeah. thing. So was that just a, something that was like implemented in the I think that goes back stories? to the storytelling element that I was talking about before in the sense of they don't, f- I don't think those people knew. Um, I, it's, I don't take the Bible as law. Does that make sense? I don't, I, I think it is stories to help us live on this earth the best that we can, um, and lessons to learn. Um, I don't take it as law and as fact. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't, I personally don't think, and this is where, this is where religion is so messy. It's cause like everyone thinks something different, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks they're right. I, I don't think that I'm right. I just this is what I have come to kind of believe. And going back to your, I want to go back to your story of why you're atheist or whatever. Um, I think for me personally, I can't say this for everyone, but I think that for me, my belief is that there is a, not a being, but there's a force, right? And your argument was like, well, if there's a force, then why aren't they doing something about this? Right. Whereas to me, I think, Whereas to me, I think that like there is something, but I think that one of the beautiful things of it is that we are human. And like I said before, I don't think that God has a predestined plan for me. I don't think that he says, this is when you're born. This is what you're going to do in your life. This is what you're going to do. Like, I think, I think that I have some, personally, I think that I have some say in what I do. Do. Does that make sense? I don't mm-hmm. think that there's someone controlling me. Mm-hmm. But I think that if you look at the, you know, the Bible says that God is this, he always has been, he is, and always will be. He is a being separate from time. That this thing doesn't right. experience time the way we do. So this thing already knows your life story, whatever this thing is. But so I although think, you're making the, the yeah. decision... It still is predetermined. If you turn on a movie, you know you might not know what's going to happen, what each character is going to do. Mm-hmm. But that movie's still been written. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't mm-hmm. think that that's. I don't think that that's. I think that one of the. I personally, I think that God, or whoever, um, I think they put us on this earth to try and make the best of what we can. 
and we're human. Like that's how we were created. We were created to, and I don't believe that there wasn't a big bang and all that mm-hmm. shit. I don't believe that earth, I, well, whatever. I, I have, a, way that I have a scientific, yeah. I have a scientific view of how the earth was oh. created. Um, but I, I do think, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that we, like when people say the whole, like, what is it? It's like happened for a reason or like everything oh, happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. That's bullshit. That's so dumb. I think that that's, I think, <laughs> I think that that is the dumbest quote ever. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think that there's a reason for everything to happen. I think that just shitty things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could argue that, well, when shitty things happen, you either have a chance to learn from them or, like, grow from them or completely dissolve or into whatever. But I, I, I don't know. I don't think that that's true. And I think that goes back. I think that kind of ties into the whole, like, I feel, hopefully, I feel like I have some sort of say in my life. Maybe that's just me wanting that. Um yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't mean to interrupt if you have more questions, but yeah, um, any more know, interview I, questions? <laughs> one, of, one of the one of the things that um, I struggle with, with with like the idea of like having faith is that I think a lot of it is circumstantial based on like geographic location and personal experiences, and I guess what I mean by that is, you know. If I wasn't born Hmong or, like, born into a Hmong family um, or, like, people that practice shamanism, I feel like I would end up being a little bit more uh, closely aligned with, like, whatever religion it was that, like, I was essentially born into or, like, born around. Mm -hmm. And so, like, with you, like, and Megan, I find it interesting because you guys are, you know, South Korean adoptees, like brought here to the u.s but i'm also kind of like do you think it would like your faith would stand the same if let's say you were like instead of like coming to the u.s you went somewhere to like japan well probably not like and like because that like japan has been like historically so shut off or like they did not allow anyone to like spread religion for such Mm -hmm. a long time like that they were more i think in tune spiritually and like probably I would say most of them are like Buddhists or like like Taoists mm-hmm. um, and that's where I'm where I'm kind of like maybe you're like maybe you're very spiritual but I don't know if like saying like having faith means that like one religion is the true religion does that make any sense? Right I don't think anyone's arguing that here but I'm not arguing that there's a true religion. I get what you're I saying. Think, yeah. But I feel you're like is that it's, it's, it, you're, you're, you're boiling it down to the idea of spirituality. Yeah. 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 So wait, what? That where, where you would be placed would be how spirituality kind of blossoms into this religion. Yeah. But at the baseline, everyone kind of believes of a spiritual thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I see I see where Steven's coming from. Yeah. Where like okay. Like I, I guess my question is do you think like you would still like b- 
believe in like Christianity? If, oh, like, you probably not. It, I think it all depends on your parents, a lot of it. Or I, okay. I think it depends on your experiences or what you're exposed to. 100%. Okay. I think it does. Because, like, think about it. Like, if you, I, I, if you didn't have your experience in the Catholic Church that you did, like, let's say you grew up in a very different experience, right? You grew up as a, as a Jewish person or in Islam or something, right? Like, sorry, that's not okay. Sorry. I'm trying to have okay. a serious conversation. Oh my, okay. okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to lighten the mood. I'm trying to lighten the mood. Sorry. Um, sorry. I feel like you, I, I totally think that it's circumstantial or like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I would still be in Korea, I'm sure I would be Buddhist. Because, I mean, my birth mom's a Buddhist monk, but... Well, she became a Buddhist monk after you. But she was still Buddhist like... before. R- really? No, she wasn't? Was yeah. She? No. Yeah, because her sisters told her to go to the Buddhist temple after to she pray had about you. things. So don't you think that the family was Buddhist before then? If they told her to go to the temple to pray no, about me? No, temp- because temple stays in Korea are a very common thing even for non-religious people. Anyways. Does that make sense? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like... Okay, yeah. Okay. But I do... Okay, back to Stephen's point about... Because you had asked, like, the faith question yeah. versus spirituality. And I feel like faith is a word commonly used in Christianity. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where you're coming from, where you're like, would you still have faith? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's where I'm, like, I question it. Because, like, I feel like you... Um, resonate with a lot of the things that I've mm-hmm. said, and so it also like it makes it sound um, as though like you're very spirit spiritual. Yeah. But then like when you say like faith, it like in a way counteracts like a lot. But of what I've said with faith is faith is the belief of something bigger, but you can't prove it. So like oh, that can still go. Okay. I I just said that like okay. that can go with spirituality, gotcha. right? Like gotcha. it could be something bigger. There could be a bigger thing. I'm not saying that there's like a faith in one God. I'm not saying okay. like there's a, like there's a right faith in this or there's a right faith to have. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's I have a faith that there is something greater than. So would you what say like um like you have faith and like you consider yourself pretty spiritual in that? Yeah. Matter of factness. Okay. I would. Yeah. Okay. I definitely that would. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you will, when you have little babies, if you have babies one day, like adopt kids? If they what? just birth them. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh. real hard. I, <laughs> I mean, they've been trying. I know you've been trying. Oh, you're disgusting. God, you're gross. <laughs> but do you think that you, how do you think you will raise them? Like, do you think you'll raise them shaman? Mm. Like, what do you... So getting at the re- whole reason why we're having this conversation. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> well, I, I think we should back up and just ad- address the, the small elephant in the room. Ooh, is what's that? that? Like, okay. I think that, like... Underlying this whole conversation is that, Aaron, you have the most interesting, um, I think, view on religion, or uh-huh. at least the least understood amongst right. us, right. so that I don't want this to come off as feeling like three people are yeah, questioning right. you. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Assuming good intent, but it's yeah. more just like probing. Yeah. Um, so I think we should put a pin in that. Okay. Because I think there's a lot there. <laughs> Pin <laughs> placed. I mean, I'll say say this. I agree. Aaron, now that we've kind of gotten like more through what you believe, mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. 
more along uh, what you are saying, I'd say like 90%. You and I are in the same spot. So there's this idea brought forward by this evolutionary biologist named Brett Weinstein out in Portland called literally false, metaphorically true. Literally false, metaphorically true. An example of this is uh, porcupines shooting quills. We've all heard that, that a porcupine, stay away from it, shoots Mm -hmm. their quills. Porcupines don't shoot their quills. That doesn't happen. But if you live as if it is true, you will come out ahead. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? This is how ideas that are technically false or literally false can allow a species to, like, propagate through, you know, the world. Um, Believing something that would just overall increase your odds of survival. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of where I think about, like, the stories of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Literally false, metaphorically true. An example of that would be the flood. You know, so the story would be... Yeah, the 40-day, 40-night Noah's Ark. That, so, yeah, Noah was uh, told to go fetch gopher wood and goes and... (laughs) Really? Oh. And <laughs> to build this ark. And everyone was telling him, don't, you know, this is dumb. Why are you doing that? That's way too big of a boat. Steve Corral was like, no, oh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do this anyways. <laughs> God. And, um, you know, and then the floods came and he had prepared and he was ready. Mm-hmm. So historically false. Metaphorically true would be, um, you know, the storms are coming. Build your boat. Right. And that's, you know save for retirement, stuff like that. You know, health, bad health comes, be ready for it. Megan's mom's 50, 20, 30 thing. What? What? Her, her jars that the money go in. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot there. Another example would be like Esau, Esau and Jacob, where um, like Jacob was preferred kind of unjustly, and then Esau got jealous and then ended up killing him. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that's, that's a story of destroying your ideal as opposed to realizing that life is unfair and that you should strive towards your ideal. Um, the Garden of Eden, you know, when they realized well, that These are were, all the parables in the Bible. Yes, where they're yeah. literally um, yeah, yeah. false, but metaphorically true. And right. that what would make sense would be to study them as stories and, like, pull the truth mm-hmm. from them. And that's something that I've been working on doing now in life is understanding like, oh, these are just like books of wisdom mm-hmm. that like I should understand. And then I should maybe study other right. religions that can gain those stories. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm, I'm with you on like 90% mm-hmm. of, of what you yeah. are thinking. The part that I'm, I'm still trying to get is um, like, if, I feel like you and I like look at crea- uh, Christianity and go like, well, these are things that I want that would help my life like, right. go forward. But then there's this piece where you believe that there's this being, mm-hmm. and then I just don't believe in that mm-hmm. being. So, Can I say something? Yeah. I feel like you are very analytical in how mm-hmm. you're thinking about this mm-hmm. and very fact or not fact. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, it can't be fact. Does that make sense? That, mm-hmm. that was a confusing <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like if, if, if you can't prove it, then it doesn't, it, it can't be real. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we differ a lot. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm more comfortable in the gray area of mm-hmm. this could be real. This could be false. I don't know. I can't prove if it's real. I can't prove if it's false, but I'm like willing to be there. Whereas I think you, you're the way you think, which makes sense because you're going to be a doctor. <laughs> I hope it makes that. I hope you think that way. But like, 
Yeah, being a doctor, be like, well, it could be this, it could be that. I don't know, but we'll see what it I is. I believe it's yeah, this. I believe it's this, but <laughs> I have faith that it's this, but I don't know. <laughs> but like, I think, I think that that definitely makes sense to me, because like a lot of your questions are like, well, if God could save these people, then why wouldn't He? Right? Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think that, I think that might be where me and you differ for mm-hmm. sure, um, on. On, on that basis. Yeah. So have you heard of the idea of Occam's razor? No. Occam's razor is this, it, it's, it was a uh, philosophical tool developed by this guy named Occam, uh, O-C-A-M. And he said, um, whatever the simplest explanation is, is true. Mm-hmm. So for example, how you'd apply that is if you were a society that believed that a God reached over the flat earth, and picked up the sun. Well, because that's what a lot of societies believe for yeah. the longest time. Yeah. And picked up the sun and were raising it over the earth and then put it down on the other side uh-huh. of the earth. Um, you know, you have this belief that there's a being that's doing that. Yep. And then someone comes along and just says, well, you know, the earth goes around the sun. Mm-hmm. The simplest explanation would be like, well, why does that thing have to be... Um, why does there have to be this thing that's raising the sun up? Mm-hmm. So an example, another example of that would be when people say, well, evolution was how God created people. In which I look at that and I go, well, you just gave me that evolution existed, so why not cut out the, well, it was God's tool. Because so, that's where I think I agree with you, um, but I don't... There isn't anything I don't know. Wow, that sounded great. <laughs> that sounded very no, pretentious. Let me, let, me, let me back that up a second. There isn't anything that I would need God to explain that is unknown. Okay. Because there's, there's this idea of what's called God of the gaps, where people say, well, God is what we don't know yet. In which it's like, well, then if, if God is just that ever-decreasing um, you know, amount of things that we don't have an explanation for... Uh-huh then like eventually that will go away. So that's where I'm, I'm wondering. Like, so like, what do you think? Like, why do good people die early? Like, or like, why, why do children get molested? Like, why do, why do good things happen or bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people? Mm-hmm. Like that. So I would look at that as like, that just happens. I don't need there to be a God to prove that that But happens. isn't that like, isn't that in a sense kind of like what I'm saying in the sense of like religion? Do you get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you, I, like I, it, I, I, kind of, I, I get where you're I don't know how to explain from. what I'm saying, but I, I, it's kind of like you've had, like you have answers to these things. Like you just said, mm-hmm. like the, I have answers to these things. Like this is the way it is. This is this is not what it is. Like things like that, which makes sense. Like mm-hmm. analytically, you can prove it this way, prove it that way. But then at the same time, like if you explain it as it just happens, like that's kind of in the gray area. Like where I am in religion, I guess. Like I can't necessarily prove that it's right. I can't necessarily prove that's wrong. But I'm gonna believe in this sense. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? A little bit. Could we go a little further in that where it's, it's like, what would be an example in which there being a, a being would justify 
and explain to you why something occurred. See, that's why I don't. That's what I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I have no example mm-hmm. to get for that. And, th- and I think that's for me is where I don't have one either. And that's where I go like, well, then that thing doesn't uh, exist. Yeah, because yeah. if I if if I was like, there's this one secret of the universe that I can't uh-huh. figure out, or that we as people can't figure out, mm-hmm. then maybe that could be what God is. Mm-hmm. The Big Bang, or the creation of everything, is an example of that. Where it all this came from must come from a God. But once mm-hmm. it was able to be explained, I go like, well, then it wasn't. I don't need that part of an explanation. You know, of that right. there was a God. So then that makes right. me wonder, mm-hmm. like, what is it that makes you hold on to like there's a thing out there? I think faith. I think it goes back to that believing. Yeah, it's you have that's the faith. Bigger. But why? Is it there? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I think it was just instilled in me, maybe. I I honestly don't know. I just, I think that it kind of ties back to my belief in that, like, because I I truly think, yes, my upbringing did have a lot to do with it, but I do think that I could have my completely gone against the upbringing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like you grew up in a Catholic church, Megan. You grew up in a Catholic religion, which I don't necessarily completely agree with all the stuff that they do, but um, like, and you just, and you decided not decided, but you came to the conclusion that you don't believe in something, right? Like you don't believe in that there's a God or a religion or things like that. Correct. Correct. Okay. So like I could have gone either way for me. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it comes down to ultimately, I don't know what I want to make of my life. What I want to, what I want to, I, I think I choose, I choose to believe that there is something and I don't have a rational explanation for that. Um, and some might think that that's irrational, but I think that's the beauty of having a faith and having a belief of something bigger is that it is, it doesn't have to be rational. I don't think that everything in this world is rational. I don't like good things happening to bad people and bad things happening to good people. Um, yeah, I don't have like mm-hmm. a concrete example, and I think that's okay for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it just like you don't have is, a concrete, yeah. and I think that's okay for you. Do you think that? So you every day wake up and make the choice to like believe in this thing, uh, or you go through yeah. life believing in this thing. You yeah. make that choice. Yeah. Could you make that choice not to? I bet I could, but I just, in my heart of hearts, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's just like, do you believe, I feel like it's, this conversation is going back to what we were talking about earlier about people having different viewpoints on things, mm-hmm. right? Like multiple religions having different view, viewpoints on things. Like you like think about it in like politics, right? Mm-hmm. You can think that there are some people who think that the right way to do an economy is communism. The right way to do an economy is capitalism. Um, And they just believe that, Mm -hmm. right? Um, There are some people who just believe that Donald Trump is the next coming of Jesus or he's the savior, right? And there's people who completely reject that, like four of us sitting at this table. So I think... I think it boils down to, yeah, I could, I could choose to not, but I don't want to, and I don't have an explanation for that. I don't, Mm -hmm. I, 
I just, I believe that there is something and mm-hmm. I don't know why it could be my upbringing. It could be my life experiences, but I, I, I don't think that that needs to be explained necessarily mm-hmm. in the sense of that I'm hoping one day that it maybe is, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And I don't want you to think that I'm yeah. trying to make you feel like you need to explain it. Right. It's much as like, if you could explain it, I would right. become Christian too. Because that's the, and that's, that's the key. That's the, yeah, I think to, that's what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. Is it's like, what's that thing mm-hmm. that makes you every day like choose to And I truly don't thing. believe in, there are some people who think that you can like convert everyone. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> you know, I, I think that question is really interesting. And I also think your response is, or uh, the, the question that Erin asked was really interesting and that. <laughs> The question that Aaron <laughs> podcast there, there. Um, there you go. asked, or like, uh, like, like how Aaron responded was really intriguing because, um, so I used to be in like a, a pyramid scheme MLM <laughs> thing, and it, it's very fascinating to me because a lot of like the upline people or people who did well in the business that were very religious, like mm-hmm. re- religiously like oriented, and I. Like, I, re- I remember when people would ask them, like, like, kind of like how you asked Aaron, like, what makes you believe in that or, like, have that faith? Um, and it's weird because I think it's that answer isn't logical in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a very, right. that that's an experience based mm-hmm. belief because I remember seeing how they res- like responded to that and it was always an experience that they drew from that allowed them to have faith. I think that's a lot of yeah. faith. Yeah, because it was kind of like, you know, I like a lot of the stories I heard was, you know, my mom died mm-hmm. or like my dad died or like there was a there was a sense of like renewal and um or like grief or like something that like changed like the way that they saw the world and like that I guess echoed like that faith or like that hope like that sense of hope in them so then it made them believe and I'm kind of like I think that's great like when you can have that but I think not everybody just sees it the same way oh 100% yeah Yeah. you know and so I don't know. Like, I think that's spot on. Like, that's why I, I actually really like that you say you don't know because I think a lot of people try to grasp oh, yeah. for answers. I feel like a lot of people, like, I remember going to FCA camp and FCA, I didn't realize this when I was younger. Like, FCA is very, I want to be careful with my words here. <laughs> FCA is very, like, hand raiser church. Like, that's not how I grew Ooh. up. Okay? Like, hand raiser, like, Speaking in tongues, kind, kind, not to that extent, but like, but very much like this is this is my this is the experience that I had. I heard God talking to me. I heard that, and I remember thinking like, God, I've never had something like that. Like I've never never had an experience like that. Like when am I going to have that experience? And then the older I got, I was like, you know what? That's such bullshit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that kind of way of talking i've talked to my dad about this too and he's like he he, i don't think he's ever had i think he said like he's never had one of those moments because i i i remember questioning it like 
should I be having one of these moments? Like, when is it going to happen? And like what you were saying, like they had this experience that like came their overwhelming sense of like, there is a greater being. I've never had that. Right. I've never had a awakening. I think a lot of them like to call it like an awakening moment. Um, Where was I going with this? I don't know. But like, yeah, I feel like, oh yeah, this is where we're going. I feel like a lot of people use that as a crutch to be like, I'm right because of this. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't take that experience away from me. Whereas I come at it like, fuck, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is just what I believe. Like, I, I, I can't explain it. I wish I could. I just, I can't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know that's kind of like a shitty answer, but yeah, I don't know. I would rather be on that end than like, yeah. You can't take this experience away from me. He talked to me when I was mm-hmm. in the bathroom at Cowboy Jack's. You know? <laughs> like, like, oh God! You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of people use that as a crutch. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I mm-hmm. like your answer though because I feel like I don't know. Like you say, it's a shitty answer, but I feel like that's more like I like it because it's a it's a truthful answer. Yeah. Um, it's irrational. Yeah. I know. I know yeah. it's irrational, but yeah. Well, you, th- you thread it nicely, and that's what I, I, yeah. I think I really respect about your viewpoint, is mm-hmm. that you you can walk this line and then understand that it's a very, like, individual... Mm-hmm. I, that's what I think. I know. think religion is very... I think religion has gotten a bad name because I think... Like, think about Islam with the Twin Tower attacks, and, like, I feel like religion can be very groupthink. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, rather than individual path and right. journey. Yeah. And I'm more along the lines of individual. I think I've always been that way. Cause mm-hmm. I, I remember in church as a kid thinking like when people are like all reciting back to like my dad and my mom, like the verses and what they were saying, like in the bulletin, I'm like, this doesn't, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Like this is kind of like culty, right? <laughs> and I do, and there are still still times where I'm in church. I'm like, yeah, that kind of this kind of is culty. And then like going to like things where people are like just sobbing in church and like j- at like a normal Sunday service, and their like hands are up in the air, their eyes are closed. I'm like, I know that doesn't align with me. Like, and I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm just saying that's not how I see it. And so that's where I, I think I kind of started to realize, and especially in like college and like the mission trip and like no one's story in their religion is the same. And I think that's where I started to realize, like when we were in Ecuador, we kind of all, we didn't really tell our faith stories, but we told our, we kind of like talked about like what we just talked about. Like how did we, I guess that's kind of a faith story, but like, how did you kind of get into religion and things like that? And everyone's was like so different. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this, that makes so much sense to me that like, it's, it's individual to how you want to see it. And I know that's horrible because like people want to think Lutherans are this way. Catholics are this way. And I group Catholics in like that a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. but, um, and I know I'm a hypocrite for that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I Mm -hmm. just think it's very, for me, it's very individual. Mm-hmm. And that might sound like I pick and choose, which I kind of do, but... I mean, that's least, fine. Yeah. I mean, you're honest about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, I think, what's important. Because I'm not... if, it, it, Yeah, because I, I mean, I could pick the... I don't even know this sound. I'm going to get more a story all that well. But, like, 
that whole thing about homosexuality and being like, oh, that's awful, like all this shit. Like I say, like, oh, tattoos. Megan has tattoos. I can't date her. She's got tattoos. She's not godly. Like, you do pick, you do every sect of religion of a religious group picks and chooses from the Bible. There is, I don't think there is one, I can't think of one branch of Christianity that follows the Bible 1000%. Can you? You could, you can't, but you can definitely place them on a spectrum. Oh, a hundred percent, yes. Mm-hmm. And then go. There are some that are further, right, closer to the oh, truth. Yeah. Then there's also other religions where you can follow it closer to a T. I think like Sharia law is okay. an example yeah. of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I think Christianity is definitely the white man's religion. <laughs> I think it has turned into the. Uh, there's no Korean Jesus. <laughs> Darn it. There oh, are in, in, in Korea. It actually is really interesting that like <laughs> the, we went to a, I think it was a Catholic church, wasn't it? Yeah. Went to a Catholic church in Seoul. Mm-hmm. Or was that Seoul? Yeah. In Seoul. It was Seoul. And they had a statue ahead. It was like one of those, the, what are the famous heads in like the islands? Oh, the Easter oh, Island yeah. heads. Easter Island heads. Funny. It kind of looked like that, like very rectangular. And, the Jesus had squinty eyes. Jesus. Yeah. He had the, <laughs> right. he had the thorn crown on. Oh, and, he had, and, he had, and he had squinty eyes and a big flat nose. And so I think it's just so interesting that I think it's been very whitewashed. Yeah. Obviously because we're in the United States, but yeah. When, you know, the Roman Empire used it to... In Constantine, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. His advantage. Yeah, but. I mean, Aaron, I think you're right that if we as a society could like... Develop understandings of religion closer to yours. Or of I am right. Yeah. I'm going to start my right. own religion. <laughs> you should do it and be like... And I could just roll their eyes. I'm out. I'm out. But if, if all the religions could follow into that of like what, you know, what stories or values mm-hmm. can we pick from that, that help us live better lives? You know, and I think, I think that, I've always... Sorry to interrupt you, but I think I've always come from the stance of I want people to know that I'm not religious, but like a Christian or I follow some sort of thing by the way I act, not by what I say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, um, I want to lead, not lead by example, but like, I want to, I'm someone who I think I am. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm someone who I, I don't talk a big game. I, I try to do the right thing or the good thing. And then have that speak for itself. Like, I hate my birthday. I don't know why. I hate, I hate birthdays. Or my birthday. Well, I'll remember that for this I, year. Because <laughs> I don't like the people saying, happy birthday, and things like that. We should go all out this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should do a surprise no, party. No, but do you get yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Like, there are people who, like, really like that attention. And I'm not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess. So no birthday cake, no... Which I would definitely love to be an influencer, so I guess that's kind of hypocritical. (laughs) So, like, if there's any brands who want to sponsor us, like, hit us up. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying, like, I I always want to be the person behind something and have that feeling for myself rather than to have people be like, oh, he did this good thing. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? I don't want people to verbalize that. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that... Does that... I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't like 
talking a big game because I hate mm-hmm. people who talk a big game and then don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like I hate people. I hated people in high school who like the girls who would have like a Bible verse in their bio and then they do the exact yeah. opposite. Like they treat people so shitty and mm-hmm. they do like that kind of thing that irked me. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm, you guys could tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't feel like I'm that way. Like I don't, I don't say like, this is how it is. Like I'm going to do this cause I'm a good person. Like, I don't know. I yeah. I mean I think that's what's like really commendable and like respectable about you though because it's you literally treat it as this like you know like your faith and like your hope and like your like religion as if it's your own personal journey mm-hmm. and like I don't like I think a lot like a lot of other people like stereotypically oh sorry um, I think I think many other people I'm not going to like try to generalize but I think many people that we've come across I think they come across as like they preach, but they don't act like thousand percent. So then, one th- so then it I becomes so, hypocritical. Yeah. Yep. Um, like you said, and like that makes that makes religion that, that, look so yeah, bad. It makes it look extremely like that. I totally agree yeah. with that. I think that there are there are more people than you would think that are that way. Yeah. They preach one thing, mm-hmm. they do the exact opposite in a church, and I think that's maybe one of the. Mm, I, I don't know if I want to say that, but like, I think that's one of the, like a church shouldn't be where I get messed up with that is I always, my belief is like a church should not be a, a place of all 1000% good people. Like I, I think a church is for broken people. I think a church is for people who, who don't have anything. And so they're, or not anything like they don't, they need a belief in something. And I, and I, obviously in the churches that I grew up, there are a lot of hypocritical people. Like, <laughs> there were so many people who would be there on Sunday. It was just one of those things to do. And I think that's one thing that, like, our generation has that's completely different than past generations. Our generation, obviously, church numbers are going way down, like, I almost say crowd sizes. Uh, like church going is dropping way down with our group, our age group of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with what you were saying is hypocritical. Like mm-hmm. people are being super hypocritical in, in what they preach mm-hmm. to their kids and stuff, but then how they act mm-hmm. in private. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you're right. Church should be a place that it's, a place where you go to like contend with these difficult questions with heal- mm-hmm. healing yeah. and contend mm-hmm. with them, not a mm-hmm. place to show off. Yes. Exactly, yeah. I, not I a know... place to say I'm the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You go back to, um, I think it was the story of Jacob, Jacob who wrestled with the angel that touched his hip and then like crippled him in the night. See, I don't know like any of these oh. stories. <laughs> well, the, the, the story, and and he became like the father of Israel, and then the people of Israel were known at. Israel translates to those who wrestle with God. It's mm. not the idea of like those who are God's chosen beings. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. more like the ones who contend with the idea of perfect, mm-hmm. you know, that you have on the one hand heaven and the other hand hell, and you have to kind of thread this like middle line, mm-hmm. you know, of, of this way of, of being. And, and that, that's very true across other religions. Um, 
you know, the story of Buddha was that he uh, walked away from being, you know, king of most of India, sat under a tree for 40 days and 40 nights, meditating, and then became awakened, but gave up all of his possessions, including his family. It was 40 days and 40 nights? Mm-hmm. That's strange. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of those. <laughs> and just like, you know, Jesus being tempted in the desert for 40 days. Yeah. Yep. Um, and... You know, a lot of people who struggle with Buddhism is this idea of, well, he gave up everything. Uh, how am I supposed to do that? I have a family. Buddha gave up his family and kids and mm-hmm. didn't want anything to do with them anymore. And it's that idea of, of, of walking that middle line between, like, the perfect ideal of these religions versus, you know, mm-hmm. you know versus none at all. Um, so, yeah, with that, it might be worth going back to what Megan was talking about, about, like, your children and mm-hmm. kids and how yeah. you teach them about religion. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Megan? Yeah, what do you think, Megan? <laughs> we haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm just so tired. Um, hmm. Could have had some coffee. I know. Well, I have to work tomorrow. But oh, I don't know. I mean, I personally, like if I were to procreate with myself, <laughs> <laughs> like if it was just me making the decisions for my kid, like not having to co-parent with you, Aaron. Uh-huh. Not you, Aaron. Um, <laughs> but maybe you. I, it takes a village. I personally, my personal belief and what I've argued with my parents is that like, I just would teach them good morals, good values, and like, try and make them a good person that way. Because, I mean, look at me. I grew up Catholic and I was, still was a shitty person. But, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I personally don't think you need religion to be taught how mm-hmm. to be a good person, and mm-hmm. that's where I would agree with you. And that's where, with like our future children, I personally think that either we like do some sort of teaching of like all religions, mm-hmm. and not just force them into like one peg, mm-hmm. but no, just like maybe like you said, like take parables and be like, this is a story. Like you don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You'd have to Kill do people. some studying. You don't go. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. go into the ocean and get swallowed up by a whale. Well, unless mm-hmm. you want to, unless you want to be a mermaid like me. You just take the Bible stories and you're like, this is why we don't throw <laughs> stones at hookers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. I don't think that there is a, I don't think you need religion to be a good person. Hundred percent. I don't think. I think there's a lot. I don't think there's a lot more. But I think it's interesting because there are people who are religious who are shitty people. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are not religious who are very good people. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree with you. I, 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 I'm glad that you said that. There should be a component of some sort of not some sort of specific religion, but like in general, because I think that's important. Like there, there should be like teachings of that pulled from different religions or like saying like, this is a thing, right? That religion is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? And exploring the idea of like spirituality. Right. right? Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm on board with that. I would love to see you like delve into the psychological significance of the biblical stories. And like come come away with the complete wrong things. You'd be like, okay, so here's this story. This is why we don't mess with whales. And if you see a snake, stay away from it. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah, Yeah, the the burning burning bush bush. is why you don't have sex before marriage. There you go. That burning bush is stupid. Sounds yeah. like Moses gotta, was no, burning gotta, some bush. I'm going <laughs> to say, you got to shave that bush. Oh, uh, my God. Otherwise, you're not going to get laid. Otherwise, oh, oh, Jericho's coming down. Oh, my God. Jeez. But this is, you know, it's interesting because I probably two years ago when we had this conversation, you had told me that you think, you, you had thought at the time that with our kids, you were like, no, like they need to be taught a religion, like a specific one. Mm, I don't think I don't think I said that. I think I said, I think I said, they need to be because you were coming at the perspective of like at that time you came at the perspective of like they're not going to be taught anything religious. No, I this and this is where we. This might argue. okay. Let me let me just let me <laughs> say, this this might not be very productive of to go back to where <laughs> things were at <laughs> in the past. You, you was right. Very true. Very true. So I think. What are you guys going to do? See what you're doing there. <laughs> I think, Aaron, here's a question. Has being um, friends with us or, or maybe like your individual relationships with the three of us or having moved down here changed how you view religion at all? No. Not okay, so you've always kind of held this yeah. thread or at least for the past couple of years. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you want your kids to be baptized? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of. Why? In a sense. Because it goes back to the thing of like, if they are, if there is something, mm-hmm. and everything they'll gain, mm-hmm. not necessarily lose. But I don't know. Oh, okay, so question. so baptism would get them those things. Well, right, because bap- the whole concept of baptism is like you're you're born into mm-hmm. this the the love mm-hmm. of God or whatever like yeah so you have to go through this religion's particular ceremony exactly. to then get to the thing that just in case right what about the other <laughs> the safety for what God. about <laughs> what about the ceremonies of other religions see that's why I don't get know you that I I don't have an answer for you you know that's one of those problems where you throw it into the air and then <laughs> then you <laughs> Megan doesn't like that very I much because I, I, I think what I'm, I'm seeing here is that I, I think organized Christianity mm-hmm. doesn't quite work. Mm. But I think the individual journey with a Bible can work. And I think that's kind of more along what mm-hmm. you have. I think as soon as you add a organizational level of mm-hmm. these ceremonies of baptism, of you know having to believe in communion and all that stuff, it starts to fall apart. Right. So I kind of feel like the idea of baptism for you is a tradition. Oh, 100%. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like Debbie. Probably. <laughs> it's tradition. Well, you and Debbie can no gang pandemic. up on me. Hey, pandemic can't stop Debbie Drew is from camping <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's tradition. Could no, you guys I... see a world where you guys have your kids and are just kind of exploring, you know? I said to Megan, it's kind of off topic, I said that we should test it. One of the children, <laughs> we should have religious one we should not and then see what happens well then obviously i'll favor the non-religious one no, oh, here's what you should do just kidding just kidding 
You should uh, King Solomon this and then like have one parent teach half of it. Religion is mm-hmm. right and you're going to hell or whatever. And the other parent be like, yeah, don't listen to that. <laughs> and just see how confused you can make this child. Yeah. That's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about... Like, selfishly, I have to admit... Can we preface this by saying we are far from having children right now? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, oh talking about okay. my God. I keep talking about how fat I, I look lately <laughs> and how nauseous... Okay, anyways. But, um, Jesus Christ. He's here. No, it's Um <laughs> But selfishly, I am worried that if we have kids and then, like, they... Let's say that they do grow up religious. Like, not religious. I don't know. Religious, whatever. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, one day they're like, "Wait, but mom doesn't believe in God, so is she going to hell? Like, so we're not going to see ever again? Kind of like you with your grandparents." Mm. And then how am I like? I'm just like I don't know how to explain it to like an eight year old of like, like say something against what you're telling them, but say something that'll ease their mind. So that they don't have to think of their mom. Say, yeah, mommy's mm-hmm. gonna go up in flames. Well, or like, oh, Light you're not, or like you're not gonna see mommy again, you know? Because that's sad for yeah. a kid to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that, and maybe that's where you guys don't become. I mean, I could easily see you guys not being a part of organized religion, mm-hmm. yeah. but you guys kind of like if you had a kid listening on this conversation, I think that would be more beneficial than like right. going to. We'll play Church. this for them when they get There you go. Here enough. you go. Listen yeah, when they're this. in the womb, just listen to this. But if you guys were on the same, you know, page of mm-hmm. like these are things and then maybe brought in like what your birth mom believes and, mm-hmm. you know, and then what their godfathers to Veen believes, <laughs> you know, and this kind of like this is up to you. And I think that Aaron being someone who doesn't believe Christianity to a T Mm-hmm. Makes that doable. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I guess we're just going to have to see you in 15 years when we have Ugh. our first child. 25. <laughs> 50. I'll be 50 years old. <laughs> Your sperm will not be good by then. Oh, oh you can, you they'll can swim. go. They'll swim. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. My eggs are definitely going to be like, <laughs> just dust. We'll, fr- we'll freeze yeah. them. They'll be with that Dalmatian <laughs> wife. <and> stupid. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I don't. I think for what we would do is probably something similar. I don't know. Um, I mean, I've thought about it. Before, Can we preface this by saying that if you don't know, Aaron and Stephen are a couple? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, if you did not know that, I mean, honestly, I think if I were to have kids, I I personally would not want to introduce like religion, like as like a concept to like struggle with at a young age mm-hmm. like for kids i think that what i would do though is i think i would like take them to like a lot of like the religious like traditions and ceremonies like the temples the um the churches and like let them see everything and like maybe experience a little bit of like what's going on but i don't think i would ever be like you know, this is what it's about. Like, try right. to educate them. That's on super it. Like, interesting because that's like exactly opposite of what we just. Yeah, because because <laughs> I, th- I I think like trying to educate them on it makes them try to question it. And I'm like, you're a kid. I'm like, your main goal right now is to just play and like try to grapple with like what you are mm-hmm. trying to grapple with. And if you get older, like. You know, like, because I think people take um, 
kids like memories and like mind for granted sometimes because I think kids remember a lot more than we give mm-hmm. them credit for. Mm-hmm. And I think like when they th- look back on it, I would hope that they have more of a holistic and like um, what's it secular like mm-hmm. view mm-hmm. of it all, and they can make their own decision for like what they right. want to do because. Right. I think like that's the ultimate yeah, goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. like because sure. their life. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, and the other thing is that they are very intuitive. So yeah. they'll ask questions. You know, what yeah. happens after you die? What happens? Mm-hmm. And I think it's better to wait for those questions mm-hmm. and then be able to tell, you know, we don't know. And that's mm-hmm. your journey to figure mm-hmm. out what gives you peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think um, we could hear a little bit more about shamanism. <laughs> And some of where... <laughs> no, yes. no, no, let's not, end on that. No, 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 can we can you say this for a different no, time? Guys, no, 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 time, 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 time. I it's twelve thirty. I'm going to shit my pants <laughs> if I have to hear about this. Can we? Should we? Should we put a pin in this let's one? Let's put a pin yes. in this one. Yeah. We we can come back to Stephen's shamanism. Okay, next time we talk about it, we'll do a um. We'll do it earlier on in the day. We'll do and, it in the morning, and we can also br- <laughs> we we can just say we can call it like a we can call it like a, a, a supernatural. That would be like, that would be a good idea, and then we can talk about your relationship to yeah. ghosts. And yeah, because yeah. I feel like because I don't want to just end on this. I want Megan to like tell her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side I of can, this I stuff think too. I think we need to put a pin in this because <laughs> I will not sleep. It's twelve thirty right now. We could do the right Ouija now. board on and, the pod. Oh no. <laughs> I'm Gale. shaking my head. I'm shaking my head in disapproval. Uh-uh. We'll have to tell the story of Gail. Oh, my yes. palms are sweating. Yes. We'll write this <gasps> stuff down. Okay. Wow, guys. This has been the it's most... A, it's an hour and 53 minutes right now. This has Good been the job. most productive religion talk I've ever been able to have with Aaron. So thank yeah. you. Oh, I'm glad we were able to do this. <laughs> oh, oh, you're, oh, you're welcome. Okay. No, thank you. Yeah. You sounded so much like Debbie right there. <laughs> I'm turning to my mother. You are. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to this uh, long podcast, long form podcast. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So hopefully you can leave a comment, leave a review, follow us on all social medias. And, uh, what does father Tim say again? Oh, take care of each other. Be kind. Oh, I don't know what you're trying to say. say? Well, what does he say at the, uh, end of his TikToks? Take care and suck each other dry. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I'm going to beat All that. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Should we go around the table and say our send off? Yes. Okay. We love you. Oh, oh good job. Yeah. <laughs>